Hi, my name is Darren Joseph from HEG.tax, and here's a clip from a live Q&A session we did on tax and investment for U.S. exposed persons at the American Chamber of Commerce. This was on September 4, 2023, and we did this together with John Shoemaker. He's a partner at a U.S. tax law firm called Butler Snow in Singapore and with Paul DeVierno, the strategist and fund manager at UBKN. Enjoy. So do you think that the US could implement a wealth tax anytime soon? And there's there's more discussion around this because there's a case in court right now, I think Moore's versus the US. So comment? Um, I, I view it like well, I listen to some of the people who advocate for it, uh, but I view it as very unlikely. Um, you've got to remember, there's a lot of what we call progressive ideas out there that enjoy uh, overwhelming support from the American people. For instance, raising the minimum wage is overwhelmingly supported, and Congress can't do that. So then you would have something like this, which probably doesn't have overwhelming support, and it is a progressive idea, I would rate the chances of it having is near zero. Yeah, I, in addition to that, I think I'd say that there are um, legitimate constitutional challenges that can would be brought if such a tax was um, was enacted by by Congress. Um, however, I think whenever we get outside of explaining the rule and into predictions, I think we all need to acknowledge that between Brexit, uh, Mr. Trump, and COVID, the last 10 years should have taught all of us were rubbish at predictions. So don't <laughs> don't think that any of us up here on stage have, a, have a, a keen sense of being able to tell exactly what's going to happen in the next 10, 15 years. <laughs> Right, and just to kind of throw some context into that, there's a case that's supposed to go before the Supreme Court. Uh, basically, a couple is challenging the Section 965 transition tax, which, uh, to create context for those who aren't familiar, it is a, a tax that came in under the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, President Trump, and what it did is a one-time tax on the retained earnings on the balance sheet of a controlled foreign court, and that hit a lot of people here in Singapore, you know, so, yeah. A good kind of jumping off point in the mind of everybody here that has to deal with U.S. taxes. When you're an individual and you are earning money, holding money, operating outside the United States, you tend to get caught up in an anti-deferral system that is highly focused on corporate entities. So what, what Darren was just describing, there was a time when the Apples and the Starbucks and the Amazons of the world were accumulating income outside the United States, and they were avoiding US taxes so long as they didn't bring that money back into the United States. But individuals weren't operating under that system. Now, a compromise was reached in Congress to try to say, look, we want to reduce that liability. We want to encourage those corporate entities to bring that money back and invest in the United States. So they came up with this repatriation tax. It was all well and good for the corporate entities that had encumbered tax liabilities. It was an advantage because it's a one-off payment, but it inadvertently caught individuals that really weren't the main focus of all the discussions and the conversations around changing that rule. Even in general, whether it's controlled foreign corporations, CFC rules, passive foreign investment company, PFIC rules, 
uh, trust income, you and I and DNI rules. There are a lot of anti-deferral rules that individuals get treated far more harshly than large-scale corporate um, uh, entities. And so anytime that you're trying to arrange your life or do savings or investments, one good thing to keep in mind is understand there's going to be a complication potentially because you're living outside. So get the information beforehand rather than find out about it down the road. You might find that there's an easy um, uh, switch over to a different type of investment that gives you the same result. Or you may find that the downside isn't as much of a downside for you once you can see what it is and make an informed decision about going into the investment and realize, okay, I'm not going to get a 9 or 10% return, but I can live with a 5 or 6% return after I take out this anti-deferral element. All right. Perfect. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.